Welcome back. I'm Zinati Kumanjo watching a trade of the week for today's segment. I'm joined by hedge fund manager Loiso Mbeta for a technical analysis on a multi-choice Adcock, Ingram and Barlowell. Thanks so much for your time, Loiso. Quite interesting counters that we are looking at today in different industries. So you have pay TV operator multi-choice that was a buzz at the end of last week because of the new deals that they have signed for online streaming as they fight for dominance there in that sea of competition. You also have uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer Adcock Ingram um, that actually last time came out with very good results as uh, it recovers from uh, the restrictions uh, that were imposed uh, from COVID-19 uh, and also you have industrial company Barlowald that also uh, had a buzz uh, at, at the end of last year as it unbundled Zida um, with that separate listing. So let's uh, take a look at the uh, overall uh, overview um, uh, just looking at the picture of how those companies have performed uh, compared to each other and the all share. Yeah, so again, I think, um, well, continuing with the theme for the year, really, which is all about looking at cycles and looking at uh, accounters in different sectors and looking at uh, rotation. So again, starting uh, from 2020, using weekly data, we can see in Orange, Barlow World took a real beating in that uh, COVID-19 sell-off, had a very strong recovery rate, actually got to outperform the all share as well as the other two counters. And from 2022, had a very, very strong sell-off. We can see Adcock Ingram in, in blue has been very, very uh, resilient, but moving generally sideways, only up 2% um, during this period, whereas multi-choice, slow start, had a very strong recovery, also moved sideways for a very, very long time. And only most recently, we've seen the bulls really take initiative up 27% during this period. And we can see the all share in black up 36%. So all three counters have out, um, underperformed the JSE all share during this time period. And when we look at the frequency of distribution, nothing out of the ordinary here. We can see a very, very strong um, number of observations in the small gains and losses. But what's interesting on the medium to large gains and losses, we can see that Barlow World has got more observations. So just by looking at this, you can make a conclusion that Barlow World is the more volatile of mm. uh, the three counters. And when we run regressions, you can see Adcock Ingram, beta only 0.5, so a very low beta stock, negligible correlation to the market at only 0 0.45. Uh, Barlow World 0.92 beta, almost the same as the market, but also negligible correlation coming in at only 0.4. And lastly, multi-choice, also very low beta at 0.43, negligible correlation of 0.28. So all three counters, mm -hmm. very good diversifiers to the all share due to the low correlation. And as you can see, multi-choice and um, Adcock Ingram, very, very low beta stocks whereas Barlow World is almost the same as the market. Yeah, quite interesting actually looking at that picture and seeing how they've all underperformed the JSC, but looking like multi-choice is, is really moving to the top. Uh, of course, now we're taking a look at whether there is more upside or not. So let's take a look at that technical picture to kind of look for opportunities or maybe a little bit of caution. Yeah, so again, um, each stock really has its own unique pattern. Um, Alcock Ingram is not really a stock that I looked at, but when I saw the interim results, which were released uh, two weeks back, I was very intrigued. And I thought, let me take a look at the, the chart. And what's very interesting is from the 
2016 low, the share had a very strong run um, to pick. Okay, this price is wrong. This is about uh, 75 rand, mm -hmm. and then a very strong pullback back to 37 rand in March 2020. But when I look at this advance, it unfolded in a textbook five waves, and this bear market unfolded in a textbook three waves. So what this tells me from an Elliott wave perspective is this bottom at 37 rand could be a significant long-term bottom. But we can see that from that March 2020, the share hasn't really shot the lights out, but it has been trending upwards, making higher lows as well as higher highs and, tra and trading in this very um, distinct upward rising channel. So in the short to medium term, I'm saying there is a likelihood that the share has bottomed at 37 rand. And if the fundamentals align, then we could see or we could be in the early phases of a new bull run in Adcock Ingram. Barlow World, very interesting, probably the best of the lot uh, technically. Mm. Peaked way back in 2018 at 190, all-time high. Very, very strong bear market, which bottomed in April 2020 at 51.44. And again, textbook ABC zigzag bear market correction, which has implications that a bottom is in at 51.44. So when we zoom in on this advance and this pullback from April 2020, Again, a very, very textbook Elliott wave advance of waves one, wave two, wave three, unfolding in a textbook five wave advance as well. Pull back in wave four, three waves, further upside in five waves. So from, say, uh, uh, that 51 low to about 150, textbook five wave advance. So after a five wave advance, we anticipate a three wave uh, correction. And what I've seen thus far is wave A looks complete. We had a uh, pullback for wave B, and now we are currently in wave C. And that being said, I'm still forecasting more downside, but I think that the downside is now limited, mm. or, the, or the bear market is at a mature stage, and after um, we get another um, wave down for wave C, I'll be looking for more upside. So from a cyclical perspective, the downside doesn't look complete, but it is mature and I'll be looking for a reversal in the medium to long term in Barlow World. Now, multi-choice, very interesting. If you bought multi-choice um, in 2019 after its unbundling and listing, up until a few weeks ago, you probably would have made absolutely no money. Mm. You can see that the share has been moving sideways uh, since um, listing. But coming back to the March 2020 low, uh, what, uh, what do I see from a wave perspective? So again, another wave one, wave two, very, very strong and clear wave three upwards. This sideways movement, typical Elliott wave triangle for wave four. So as much as we have this very strong breakout now, which um, really got a, a lot of steam last week with the new announcement, but the caution is all of this is happening in the fifth and final wave of wow. the cycle. So I'm saying if you're not already I'm holding the stock. I wouldn't chase this momentum. Markets can discount good news very, very quickly. And after a five-wave advance, I'm forecasting a pullback in three waves, which is part of the Elliott wave cycle. So you can see that in Adcock Ingram, I'm saying we could be in the beginning of a new bull market. In Barlow World, we could be at the end of a bear market. But in multi-choice, we are at the end of a five-wave bull cycle. So all the shares are in different phases of the cycle. And this is where technical analysis yeah. really plays a significant role in terms of 
uh, timing your buys yeah. and timing your exits as well. So because you say Adcock is at the beginning of a bull market, does that then still provide an opportunity for someone to go in? I think the most important thing is you have to do your fundamental research yeah. because, like I said, Adcock is not really a company that I've looked at. Yeah. So once you've done your research, you've deep-dived, if the fundamentals align, I think the, um, the South African pharmaceutical hospital industry yes. sector has really not yet taken off as much as other sectors um, mm. since the COVID-19 uh, yeah. bottom. So if you're looking at again, the laggards and saying, yeah. well, maybe they will be the winners yeah. in the future. If the fundamentals align, then possibly. And that's the thing. Uh, maybe things can change because we did see even with Aspen when mm -hmm. we thought that the growth would kind of be limited. Yeah. But now, since they've um, signed those agreements, those manufacturing agreements um, for their sterile uh, manufacturing capacity in Kobecha, things are really looking up. Yeah. So let's get to that fundamental picture for the three counters. So um, I'll do a quick one here. Like I said, Adcock Ingram never really um, looked at it in depth. So I'll just uh, focus on profitability for Adcock. You can see um, very steady growth in revenue, nothing really worth uh, talking about. Very, very um, low annual growth rate at only 3.3%. Um, net profit margins have been fairly stable between say 8 to 11%. So it's a very, very steady player. What I did like about Adcock Ingram, though, when I looked at the balance sheet, this is basically a debt-free company yeah. and it's got very solid um, cash balances. So, like I said, a, a deeper dive will really give me better understanding of the company and the prospects for the future. Barlow World, since 2020, hasn't really recovered um, back to the pre-COVID um, revenues in terms of uh, generation. And also what's important to remember with Barlow World, they have made a couple of acquisitions as well as um, sales over the last two or three years. So you really yeah. need to look at that new company dynamic. Uh, net profit margins very up and down. So not no real stability or growth in terms of um, net profit margins. Balance sheet, um, pretty solid, good cash balance, very, very low net debt. And one of their key performance matrix is the return on invested capital besides the blip of 2020 very very strong recovery so fundamentally Barlow world does look very good and lastly multi-choice um, we can see a couple of matrix here profitability um, revenues haven't really grown that much since listing net profit margins also very very unstable uh, solid balance sheet, uh, good cash on hand versus the interest-bearing loans. But for me, the biggest concern has always been the subscribers. The growth has been very, very low since the unbundling. And we know that the South African consumer is still very much under pressure. Mm -hmm. So we'll, it, it's going to be interesting to see what this new deal uh, brings to the table in terms of um, increasing subscribers as well as that average cost per user, which then feeds into the revenue and earnings. Yeah. So very uh, mixed bag yeah. when it comes to the fundamentals. And I think it kind of explains why um, uh, multi-choice has really been trading sideways since listing. It's only now that it's really picking up. Yeah. And, yeah. But they really are looking deeply into that strategy because now they're trying to house all these um, services, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney, 
um, and now they have this uh, these new deals with uh, Sky and and also uh, NBC Universal. So really trying to house all these under one roof. Um, so very very interesting, and also them providing internet service as well uh, with the different uh, fiber packages. So I really think they are working on that strategy. Just to go back to Bala World, I mean you've said that it hasn't really recovered much from the COVID-19 lows. Could that have anything to do with their exposure to Russia? Because it seems that they have no intention of exiting that business. Very interesting, that one, because if you look, um, if you read their trading update, yeah. the most recent one, they've actually said that their losses in Russia haven't been as bad as they anticipated. Uh -huh. So you can say again that they clearly have no intentions of exiting Russia. So if anything changes there, that can only bode well for them. Likewise, with China reopening, had a very yeah. si a, a significant impact on their business when China was still on lockdown. So they've weathered the storm. Mm. They don't seem to have been deeply burnt um, yeah. during the worst period. So you can only feel that um, once things return to normal and the Russia situation gets resolved, that it yeah. will only be better going forward. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that, that's definitely something that uh, we will be watching closely because as much as they haven't really experienced um, the, the, kind of, uh, the kinds of losses that they had anticipated, they're also still dealing with impairments. I think the last time they reported impairments worth about 1 billion rand on that Russia business. So, uh, yeah, one that we will be keenly watching and especially also considering the value uh, unlock uh, that has come from the unbundling and separate listing of Zeta. Thank you very much. But for uh, that analysis, uh, Loiso, uh, that was Unam Capital's hedge fund manager, Loiso Mbeta, bring us this week's technical analysis on a Bala World multi-choice and ad hoc ingram.